Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of first times, it is a love letter to entrepreneur Madam C.J. Walker, the first female self-made millionaire in the United States. Born into poverty to former enslaved people, through her ingenuity and drive, she became a cosmetics and business pioneer. During her lifetime, she went from working in cotton fields to living in a mansion next door to Jay Gould and John D. Rockefeller. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Madam C.J. Walker, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear Madam C.J. Walker, you were truly ahead of your time. You were born Sarah Breedlove in 1867 to former enslaved people turned sharecroppers in Louisiana, but by the time you died at the age of 51, you had become the first female self-made American millionaire, as well as the first black female millionaire in America, too. Your ability to overcome your early life circumstances are an inspiration and prove that we can all be the master of our own destiny. Born into poverty, orphaned at age 7, married at age 14, and widowed at the age of 20, Madam CJ, you refused to accept that your life could not improve. As a determined entrepreneur, you became one of the wealthiest African-American women alive during your lifetime. And you weren't satisfied to just enjoy your wealth. You became a philanthropist, mentor, and activist, too. At the age of seven, you were orphaned and went to live with your older sister and her husband, where you worked in the cotton fields. Your brother-in-law was abusive, which led to you getting married at the young age of 14 to Walker Moses McWilliams. Together, you had a daughter named Leah. Sadly, when Aaliyah was only two years old, your husband died, leaving you a single mother. Destitute, after the death of your husband, you decided to move with your daughter to St. Louis, Missouri, where four of your brothers lived and worked as barbers. To earn money, you took in other people's laundry and cooked for them. In St. Louis, you joined the African Methodist Episcopal Church, where you met black men and women that were educated and successful. This was an opportunity you had not had in your life up to this point. You were inspired by them 
and it motivated you to become a success as well. However, you were still struggling financially and trying desperately to provide a decent life for you and Aaliyah. In 1904, you were understandably exhausted and your hair started falling out in large clumps. You started to use a concoction on your scalp in an attempt to make your hair grow back. Much to your delight, it worked. Other women noticed how your hair was growing back and looked so healthy. You saw the opportunity in this and started to bottle your hair products. The next year, you moved to Denver, Colorado. There, you met an advertising man named Charles Joseph Walker. The two of you married, and you started calling yourself Madam C.J. Walker. With $1.25, you officially began your own hair product line for African-American women, beginning with Madam Walker's Wonderful Hair Grower. By 1910, your marriage was no longer working, and after your divorce, you moved to Indianapolis where you built a factory to produce your hair products. It wasn't just your drive and entrepreneurial spirit that made you ahead of your time. You were also a feminist and helped other women improve their circumstances by training them to sell your products. In fact, you exclusively employed women as sales agents. You believed that your target market of women would respond better to other women selling them your products. You developed your own sales method called the Walker System and began training women in your sales and marketing techniques. Each of your saleswomen were given a uniform of a black skirt and a white blouse. They each also had a black satchel to carry the products and samples. You made sure they were prepared and looked professional. You encouraged these women to become financially independent and considered it your responsibility to use your success to help them become successful also. Started as a door-to-door small operation, ultimately your company employed over 40,000 black women and men in the United States, Costa Rica, Panama, Cuba, Jamaica, and Haiti. In 1917, you founded the National Negro Cosmetics Manufacturers Association. You used your hard-earned money to benefit others through your generous philanthropy and political activism. You contributed to the YMCA, paid college tuitions for black students at Tuskegee Institute, and donated large amounts to the NAACP's anti-lynching efforts. You also generously supported the arts. When Frederick Douglass's former home needed money to be preserved, you gave the largest individual donation in order to see this work done. Always looking toward the future, you put together one of the first national meetings of businesswomen in America. To support other women in their attempts to become independent and successful, you put together state and national groups in order to connect these like-minded women together. You rightly believed that they would be more likely to succeed with a network of support and solidarity. As your company became more successful, you became an influential political advocate for black rights and economic empowerment. During this time, you became friends and partnered with others who were also fighting for social change and racial equality. You built an impressive Italianate-style mansion in Irvington, New York, that you named Villa Luaro. It was designed by Vertner Tandy, the first African-American architect to be registered in the state of New York. 
Villaluaru cost $250,000. This is approximately $5 million in today's money. During your life, it was used as a meeting place for great minds to get together and discuss race relations and political activism. In 1976, Villaluaru was designated as a National Historic Landmark. In 2018, it was purchased by the New Voices Foundation, which offers women of color entrepreneurial support and grants for their businesses. Another interesting and impressive fact about Villa Luaro is that it's only half a mile from Jay Gould's estate and about three miles from John D. Rockefeller's estate. Of your remarkable achievement, she once said, there is no royal flower-strewn path to success, and if there is, I have not found it. For if I have accomplished anything in life, it is because I have been willing to work hard. Sadly, in May of 1919, you died at the early age of 51 from kidney failure. At the time of your death, you were the wealthiest black woman in the United States of America, a far cry from your circumstances at birth. In your will, you left over $100,000 to a variety of charities, including orphanages and schools. Also, you bequeathed two-thirds of all future net profits of the Madam C.J. Walker Company to charity. After your death, Aaliyah became the president of your company and continued your legacy by supporting the arts. She was passionate about all types of art and performance and was a fixture of the Harlem arts scene. In 1993, you were inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame in honor of your company's success and your contributions to society. In 1998, you were honored by the U.S. Postal Service with an image of you on a postage stamp in their Black Heritage series. And in 2020, Netflix made a movie inspired by your life. Here's to you, Madam C.J. Walker, the first Black female millionaire and first female self-made millionaire in America, Impressive does not come close to describing your accomplishments. It wasn't just your own success you were concerned with. You helped and empowered others to build their own success. You are a true inspiration for us all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.